Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. We're broadcasting live from the TyRack.com studios. TyRack.com, let me get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road house protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Man, we'll talk Thursday night football upcoming in 15 minutes, but I, I don't know, it's not like I feel for Amazon, right? They got most of my money. They got yours as well with the shopping season. But I mean, just think about this game, Raiders-Chargers, traditional AFC West rivalry. Right, Chargers playing where Raider fans live, Raiders playing where lots of fans live, and some of them Raider fans. Um, and the game in Vegas, and this game, you know, two years ago was as fun and interesting a football game as I've ever watched. Again, I didn't say it's the best game I've ever watched, but I mean, remember how many fourth downs did Justin Herbert? Um, uh, d- did he uh, complete passes on? to keep the Chargers close. And then the Chargers were, all they needed was a tie. They go to the playoffs. Instead, Brandon Staley calls a timeout late and the Raiders looked like they were going to have to kick a field goal. They end up, you know, uh, excuse me, they weren't going to be able to kick a field goal. The Raiders, with the personnel change, run the foot, uh, run the football, get a first down, kick a field goal, win the game. They go to the playoffs. The Chargers do not. That legitimately happened in this game two years ago. Last game of the season. That was as fun a football game as I can remember. Now you have Thursday night, and this was looked like it was going to be good. Two five and eight teams. Backup quarterbacks. One coach has already been fired. One coach, it feels like, is dead man walking. Get to that upcoming top. Uh, I'm going to get like 15 minutes. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, boat, RV, ATV, and more. All your protection in just one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Uh, I, since yesterday's show, Draymond Green was suspended indefinitely. We knew he was going to be suspended, 
Most people are like, hey, 10 games. It's indefinitely. What does indefinitely mean? I don't know. You know, I don't know. Um, Charles Barkley had this to say on the news. I'm surprised it's indefinite. I thought it would be a big number because he was just suspended for five games. Yeah. Indefinite makes me, uh, I don't even know what that really means, honestly. But it sounds to me like they're going to make him undergo some type of counseling. Listen, everybody likes Draymond. They do, right? Yes, but at some point, if you keep doing stupid stuff, we can't keep saying he's a good dude. It's a great point. You know, there's lots of other things with Draymond that you're like, remember he he got into a fight with a Michigan State football player at a bar when he was back in town? You know, that was odd. Obviously, everybody points to what happened last year where he punched his own teammate. That destroyed that team's season. And if you don't believe me, Draymond himself said it it hurt their season. Everyone else around it, like it. I was actually the first guy to say, like, Draymond's responsible for this, for the, with the Jordan Poole punch, ruined the whole season. Because instead of working on the team and fixing what you're doing and lineups and rotations, the whole time you're like, okay, what's up with those two guys? You know, are we being too nice to Jordan, too soft on him? Are we being too nice to, to, to Draymond? But, but I'll point this out. I, I think the Warriors are mostly to blame here. Yes, Draymond is responsible. He is the most to blame. But the Warriors are have some blame in it. Remember last year this time, people were like, well, Draymond's going to go to the Lakers. And I told you, it didn't make any sense. They have Anthony Davis. They have LeBron James. They don't need – LeBron James is already a great passer. And because Draymond can't shoot, can't score, they don't need another guy in the lane defensively. They don't need that. And what do the Warriors do? They extended Draymond Green. And when you extend him, like, in what world, in what world does a guy get punished with a contract extension after ruining a team season? Um, if the question's asked, and it's a fair question, is the suspension long enough? The only answer you can give is, I don't know. Because I don't know what an indefinite suspension is. Charles Barkley doesn't know what an indefinite is. No one does. You know why? Because indefinite is not definite. Would I guess that it's a long suspension? Yeah. I'm guessing that it's longer than five, probably longer than ten games. And he'll go through some counseling. Whatever. We still don't know in terms of, you know, he has to. One of the things that's interesting is he, he has to have an edge to be himself. But there are times in which he loses his mind. He loses his mind. But I, I don't know how long the suspension is. I don't know how worthy he'll be of coming back when he does come back because I think Dan Beyer pointed out earlier, last hour, we were talking about uh, Draymond's suspension, that he just needs to go to John Morant's three, little, little three-day counseling thing in Miami. You know, we know what they're going to tell us. Draymond is apologetic. He understands. He's gone to counseling. He's done all the work. So the suspension ends up being 12 games. Like, we don't know if it really meant anything, did anything. We don't know anything about it. But I, I fault the Warriors on a multitude of levels. And others had pointed out, hey, the Warriors should have been the ones that suspended him long before the league did. Because at some point, they have to say, hey, we're not happy. But they refuse to do that. You know, everybody walks around the NBA like these guys, like if you... 
if you somehow um, if you somehow are critical of or punish an NBA player, that's going to eliminate your chances of getting that guy to play for you or getting other free agents to ever sign with you. No, it's not. Players want discipline. They want reasonable discipline. And it's not like this is a one-time incident. Look, Draymond Green, let's just be honest, cost them an NBA championship. Cost them an NBA championship. Draymond Green stepping over LeBron when, remember, that was the year in which how many times did he karate, chi- karate chop guys with, his, with a kick in the nuts? Right? You thought he was Bruce Lee out there. That was the year. That was the year. What happened that led to the Cavs coming from three games to one down? Andrew Bogut got hurt. Right? Didn't play the rest of the series. But the big one was Draymond Green got suspended. So you lose your starting center and you lose maybe your most integral, irreplaceable pieces outside of Steph Curry in Draymond Green. Why? Because he's been doing this crap his whole career. And no one said, and the Warriors didn't hold him accountable then. Like, oh, when guys do. I'm not saying guys don't step over guys. I'm not saying some of the stuff that happened. But, dude, have some self-awareness with all of the other issues that you've presented to the league as potentially suspendable. Yes, uh, Dan Byer. You know, it's funny, Doug, because I actually disagreed with you at the start of this in terms of I thought the indefinite suspension was good because I just didn't want the NFL to put arbitrary numbers on his behavior, being like, all right, he was suspended him five. Well, now he's going to get 10 and then he would get 20. But your point about the indefinite suspension portion of it does completely take the onus off of Draymond Green. Because of the John Morant situation or what we've seen previous, like it's now up to the NBA to uh, figure out, or the, the Warriors in, in this essence, figure out a time for him to return. But that number has actually got to jive with the what I think the public eye and the basketball fans believe. Because I don't think anybody thought that John Morant's uh, number of games that, that he was going to miss, and this is last season, not the 25 games this year, but this was last season, was sufficient enough. And it now just puts the onus on the NBA and on the Warriors uh, for getting the number correctly. And that's not how it should be done. The onus is on Draymond Green paying the price for war, for his actions, and then figuring out a way at some point after that to be able to come through this and show that he's a changed person. And look, here's the the reality to it is, I think Draymond Green is an incredible player. I'm not sure on the whole Hall of Fame thing. He's going to get into the Hall of Fame. Does he belong in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. I don't know. He's really an important, integral piece. Um and as a guy who also struggled to score and shoot the basketball, I can appreciate how much he can affect the game without doing that. That said, there comes a point where you're like, look, dude, it wasn't like this happened one time. It happens all the time. All the There is always something with him. And look, it, it's smart. I mean, he set himself up. His podcast is already doing incredibly well. He already has a gig with TNT. Like, it's all worked for him. But part of that is we've all fed the monster. We've all said, hey, it's okay. Because you won championships, it's okay. And now we're like super offended. Oh, Draymond Green, enough is enough. Well, we've all given in to the act for far too long. How long is this, is enough? I'm with you, Dan. Like it's got to be more than 10. 
Um, I think more than 20 is, is too much. But, you know, there's going to have to be some personal rehab. I don't know what we ultimately actually get out of that, that rehab. We'll just have to see based on his behavior. But you know what the Warriors actually could do is if he gets reinstated, go, no, you know what, we're going to hold him out another game or two just to make sure. Yeah, and that's where I think that this point of, of who is the onus really on now? Is it on Draymond Green to get better or is it on the NBA to get right or the Warriors to get it right? And I just think that it's off of Draymond Green and now entirely on the league and team. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios. Do, 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 do. Happy Thursday to you. Uh, tonight is Thursday Night Football, the battle for who will be six and eight. Huh? Huh? Um, over the last five quarters, check this one out. The Raiders haven't scored. They played 102 minutes, 41 seconds since their last touchdown. Uh, Las Vegas has topped 17 points once over the last seven games. Now, the Chargers offense has been terrible also, even with Justin Herbert scoring 10, 6, and 7 points in their last three games. This one, what's that your grandpa would say? This one's going to be a humdinger. Hey, this one, over, under, in the mid-30s. Uh, For the first time since week two of 2020, someone other than Justin Herbert will uh, take the opening snap as Chargers quarterback. Easton Stick. Easton Stick will get his shot. He's small, athletic. What was he, North Dakota State? Is that right? Didn't he win a national championship in North Dakota State? Something like that? So, I don't know. In one of those, this is one of those, will you watch? (laughs) I totally agree. I I have I will say this. I have 
loved all of the football games that we've had. And I love the 0-0 score that we had for 58 minutes of the Vikings and Raiders. This is the first Thursday night game that I've just kind of been like, I don't know. And we've had some stinkers. like We've had some bad ones. But this is the first one where I'm just like, I don't know if I'm into this tonight. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, think about Al Michaels, how salty he's going to be tonight. Now, he'll be in Vegas, which I think he'll like, right? But he just found out he's not doing playoff games for NBC, which he didn't know about. That only comes out if that he didn't know about it if he told him. You believe they're not using me? I mean, Al, I mean, um, Al Michaels, sorry, did I say Al Davis? Al Michaels is going to be salty tonight. There's no doubt. Um, what do we think about Herbie bringing his golden retriever everywhere? That, that dog has the life, let me just tell you. <laughs> My issue is, like, at some point, the dog, it's a boy dog. He's got to go mark his spot. Is he ever marking his territory down the field? And we don't see that. But the dog, the dog gets the, the cheerleaders and everything else. So, um, but yeah, this is not, so in case you didn't know, Jason Stewart for a long time was part of the Jim Rome show. And this goes back to before, even before you worked for him, Jason, when he was local radio in San Diego and you'd get the Raiders suck chargers rule. Good night now. That's right. Uh, This one doesn't even feel like that much fun. That was back when I was a caller. I was a caller too. But you were a caller uh, between what, like ninety four and ninety six? Would that would that be about right? No, ninety. I was a caller between probably ninety two, ninety three. Remember, he was on late at night. Wow. Yeah. So you I, were how old were you at that point? Not even twenty yet. No, no, I wasn't twenty. No, no. And you, were, you were a teenager calling yeah, the teenager. Show. That's awesome. Yeah, I used to listen to Angel Talk, uh, Lee Hacksaw Hamilton, and the Jim and and the Jim Rome Show. Back when Jim Rome was on 8 to midnight, and he had shows, remotes in bars. That's how old school I am in sports radio. So, and, and also during that time, my dad was a New Yorker. We used to come back to, um, to New York every summer for like two weeks to see family and travel around. And we would listen to Mike and the dog. We used to I miss in the morning, and then Mike and the dog in the afternoon. This one is a stinker. This is one, and this is why, I mean, you talk about Mike and the Mad Dog. They're famous for, you know, going through schedules at the start of year. That's a win. That's a loss. That's a win. That's a win, dog. You don't, like, did anyone know these two quarterbacks be the quarterback in this game? Of course not. And, oh, yeah, by the way, all the complaining about, you can't touch a quarterback anymore. This is why. Nobody wants this crap. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. And um, let's, let's welcome in Mark Medina who, of course, covers the NBA. He's our Fox Sports Radio NBA insider. And, and, and Mark, let's, let's start with last night. That was weird, right? Giannis, 64 points, 32 free throws, 64, 64 points, a franchise record. He wants the basketball. Indy's like, nah, Oscar Shibway scored his first bucket, so we're going to keep the basketball. There was a couple of hard fouls in the game. Like, what's really going on here between Milwaukee and Indy? Yeah, it's just weird across the board. What's going on big picture is, look, the Eastern Conference landscape 
is up for grabs. Uh, you know, I know that we put in context what does the in-season tournament mean, but the reality is Indiana got to the finals at Milwaukee's expense. Uh, but there's also some extracurricular. I'm still confused, Doug, on just the play-by-play of the game ball because, you know, when I looked at the footage, it looked like Buck Security grabbed the game ball, and that's that. But then, you know, Rick Carlisle, the, the Pacers coach, acknowledged that they wanted the game ball, but it, it might have been the wrong game ball. Regardless, it created a whole locker room scuffle so much that he was saying that one of their front office folks got elbowed in the rim. So I don't know if you know the decorum of this stuff, fill me in. I always thought if you're having some sort of record-setting night, win or lose, you would be entitled to it. But I guess I'm wrong. And it was played in Milwaukee, right? So yeah. uh, that one's really easy, right? Home team, home ball, franchise record. What are we doing here, right? Uh, shake, say, shake Oscar Sheboy's hand and say, hey, congratulations. We'll give you a ball that's a replica ball, but the real one goes to Giannis. But I, I think it was a lot of it was about the chippiness within the game. Uh, the way Giannis plays, where he's going right downhill and getting to the free throw line, made his free throws for the most part last night. I think that creates, it creates a, how do I guard this guy if he can create contact yet I can't touch him and he becomes the aggressor. I think that that sets into place uh, a really, a, a tricky environment to officiate. Um, okay, let's, let's bounce around here. Draymond suspended 10 games, but I think the bigger picture is, man, Clay looks, Clay looks old. Um, the team can't really guard. Steph is clearly frustrated. Steve Kerr is frustrated. Uh, what are the Warriors going to do to fix this thing? I don't know what they do. They have some really bad choices to make here because clearly this isn't sustainable and working, but the idea of you know breaking down the, the franchise now, I, I, I don't want, think there's really any market for Draymond given his past behavior. And they're not going to get the same value in return because part of his value is being part of the Warriors ecosystem. Same thing with Clay, especially because he's on the final year of his contract. But I think what's really fascinating, Doug, here is that Draymond's recent behavior, it goes beyond, oh, it's Draymond being Draymond. I know that you know he's been a divisive player ever since he's been an NBA player, but it was always about, you know, getting into it with officials. And sometimes he had a case, sometimes he didn't. Here, there's been no gray area when it comes to choking Rudy Gobert or just cold clocking Yusuf Nurkic on a windup. Like, those are pretty clear and cut and dry things. And so, well, I think it would be strong to say that this means the Warriors are going to end their relationship with him. Clearly, they're on the end of the rope where, you know, they have – express a lot of coded language saying, hey, if nothing else, we need Draymond on the floor. He's got to be better than this. So in the short term, you know, I, I think the plan is that Mike Dunleavy and Rich Paul and Draymond are going to huddle up together. He wasn't at shoot-around today, but he's still going to be able to practice with the team. Um, and so that's going to be part of the parameters that the NBA sets on how long this indefinite suspension will be, almost like with John Morant, where clearly different case, but – it was more about evaluating how severe of the punishment's going to be based on based on his behavior afterwards, because clearly this isn't the first go around for him. I mean, I, I just I don't know why why you resign him. Like what he he's declining as a player, and the antics are getting I would say worse. I just I felt like they got you know there was a remember remember last year this time there was a well Draymond could go to the Lakers. Like how could he go to the Lakers? He doesn't fit there. It it felt like. 
they bought into the old okie doke and tried to keep this thing together and it's end up backfiring on them. Okay, let's let, let's go. There's a couple other teams. Um, Phoenix, they finally have the big three last night and they lose. Granted, first game together. What are the returns on Phoenix and the big three and the thoughts in the Valley of the Sun? Well, it's hard to evaluate because they haven't played any game, you know, the, the big three until yesterday. And so I know that the Suns internally downplay the concern that they haven't had time together as well as just the durability history with Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker in recent seasons. Um, I think that if they're healthy, I think all the how do they figure out, how do they share the ball, those things will be mostly fine because Devin, Kevin, and Beal all have proven track records with knowing how to do that with other star teammates. Uh, they do have good reinforcements as far as the role players, but I just don't trust that we're ever going to consistently see all three together on the court at the same time. I I have a feeling that this is going to be what it's going to be all season, where guys are in and out of the lineup. You'll have a big two in certain nights, maybe just one of them. And, you know, clearly while the Suns are saying, hey, this builds our resiliency, yada, 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 I just don't think it's sustainable. But, you know, I think if they have their full roster, they can figure it out. But I just don't see that happening. Uh, Zach Levine apparently open to the possibility of the Lakers. Lakers have been searching for a, a third guy, a third big three, although Austin Reeves off the bench has been, been that guy at times of, of late. Uh, what's the likelihood of that actually happening? Um, I don't think it's going to happen soon if it does. I think it's going to be more of the trade deadline now. This is going to create more conversation because tomorrow's the first day that free agents that signed contracts this past offseason can be eligible to be traded, so that opens the market. But I think with the Lakers specifically, um, even though you know they, they're not a perfect team, but they have enough data and perspective that at least having some role players is better than putting together a big three around LeBron and AD because of the durability concerns, the roster construction. So I think that the Lakers are more waiting for Alex Caruso to potentially be involved with a deal or a deal that takes place right after that. So I think because of all those dominoes, not just with the Lakers, but with everyone else, if and when the Bulls make the trigger to finally hit the reset button, it's going to be into the trade deadline in uh, February 5th. Okay. Uh, Zion Williamson, a lot of discussion about his weight. It's Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Mark Medina is our guest. He's our Fox Sports Radio NBA insider. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show coming live to you from the Tyrac.com studios. Um, a lot of discussion about Zion Williamson. And if you, if you watch the highlights sometimes or you watch the box score, you're like, well, what's the problem? He's scoring. He's fine. But if you watch him play, I got a chance to see him play, Mark, against the Clippers a couple weeks ago. And he hasn't developed the, the three-point shot. He's still dominant inside in terms of his speed, quickness, and strength getting to the rim, but not as explosive. And he does – he looks heavy. He looks like – he looks when he's two – when he came into the league. What, what does New Orleans legitimately think about Zion right now? Yeah, it's fascinating because I don't always – I don't – you know, I try to have the the journalist reporter's perspective on, and you know, you, you you only you trust what your eyes and ears tell you. But for what it's worth, even off the record, the Pelicans, at least to me, have always been adamant. Hey, like Zion's coachable, and he's doing the right things. And it, even though he's not a finished product, he's uh, listening to the training staff, and he's making progress with his dieting. But it's a results-oriented league, and we're not even just talking about can he stay healthy. 
It's about can he stay consistently productive. And he's the ultimate tease. You think, uh, you know, hey, when he's with Brandon Ingram and C.J. McCollum, he has all this great chemistry because he has, you know, such a great uh, combination of playmaking, using his brute strength, a little bit of a developing shot, not outside, but at least in the mid-range. But then when he has games like the end-season tournament where he just doesn't show up to play, um, it's it's unacceptable. Um so, yeah, the Pelicans, for what they were worth, at least to me, they've never been off message and sharing any negative frustrations about what he's about other than, yeah, you know, if only he can be healthy. But, you know, from what I see on the floor, I understand why there might be feelings elsewhere about him because the results are the, are the results. Monty Williams, um, he, he is the architect behind the turnaround in Phoenix, right? That, that happened in the bubble. Um, but what, what, uh, what's happening in Detroit? He's the highest paid coach in the NBA. They are two and 22, right? They are, on, they are on track to become the worst team in NBA history. How, how is Detroit this bad? Yeah, it does. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, we knew it was, they were going to be bad. They're a young team. Uh, we knew that he wasn't going to have the same success with the Suns because there's more talent on the Suns. But I think the baseline was that he was going to at least establish a culture, a foundation where maybe they don't get wins a lot, but they're always playing hard. They're competitive. They're uh, maybe a stretch to say, oh, it's a team that no one wants to face in the regular season, but at least a team that you think, hey, they they grind and work and out-hustle, and you got to put a full effort to you know at least get a W against them. And that hasn't happened at all. It's been laughable across the board, whether it's Cade Cunningham missing shots, you know, them becoming what the Houston Rockets were post-James Harden of guys just putting up numbers but doesn't mean anything other than fantasy lineups. And while I do put most of the blame on it's a young roster and they need more experience and know how to play the right way, you know, as much as Monty Williams is preaching all those things, it hasn't registered, so He's certainly not blameless in this. But that being said, first year, uh, first year in the contract, it's not like he's going anywhere. But, you know, it is something to monitor uh, next season and beyond. There was some talk in the offseason maybe Trey Young could be moved. He's far and away the most popular, really, athlete in Atlanta. They actually draw pretty well because of Trey Young. I mean, even last night, right, 35-17, and 17, but they're 9-14. and 14. Right, nine and fourteen. You got a different general manager than the one that drafted him. Different president, different coach. You know, Quinn Snyder's really well respected. Will Atlanta do anything before the trade deadline to try and turn this ship around? Yeah, I think that they'll keep all options on the table. Now, ironically, even with their struggles, it has most to do with everything around Trey. Then the same old story with him not playing up to his potential or not showing positive you know, leadership traits. Um, so I think that there's been improvement there. But, you know, remember, Doug, this is a team in the season post-bubble, 2020-2021, uh, that we thought, hey, this is the young up-and-coming team that can make playoff noise in the Eastern Conference. And they have plateaued since then. And so because of that and because of what you just mentioned, that the people that drafted them with Travis Schlenk, he's no longer with the Hawks for an office. Uh, there's not that same level of attachment. Uh, as there would be with a new regime. So, you know, I, I would say all options are on the table, but at least in the short term, uh, the blame isn't so much on him as it is with everyone else. Uh, now that we're kind of post-mortem on the first ever in-season tournament, what, what tweaks would NBA people like to see made? 
Yeah, it's an interesting question because I think that like you, you don't want perfection to get away get in the way of progress. So I think with that, it was a net positive because better games within the conversation. Uh, you know, there's not apathy after the opening week buzz. But as far as tweaks, um, yeah, make sure none of the courts are slippery. You know, I know that the uh, the courts uh, they want to be distinguishable, but some of the ones that have red uniforms, like do away with that. Um, I think that they'll also try to figure out how to use the point differential because I understand – I don't think they're going to go away with it completely. So I understand they want to use it as tiebreakers and make sure these games are competitive. But you don't want to get to it where teams are you know, running up the score when you're up 20 already or doing what the Celtics did against the Bulls with doing hack a you-know-what just to do that. So I think that there might be like a limit with the point differential – and then the third thing, this is more like logistics as far as how you schedule teams out of the tournament uh, that are eliminated just so there's enough you know, time for people in the sales department to have a quick turnaround for ticket sales. But these are all tweaks and marginal things. I think by and large everything else has been you know, overwhelmingly positive in the sense that it's in-season tournament, it's not the playoffs, and the reason for that is the players cared about it there's enough incentives, even though they make a lot of money already. You know, they're never going to turn down even more money. So, yeah, I would expect that this uh, tournament is going to be uh, intact for years to come, and I've been pleasantly surprised about it. Yeah, I, I, I will too. I would, you know, the, the courts were the courts were a miss. I get, I get that they tried. Uh, I, I actually like the point differential. I didn't like it playing in Europe. Um, but it does create something else and some reason to to, to play to the to the final buzzer, right? Which I think is is kind of unique, right? In NBA circles, where so oftentimes games are tied in the fourth quarter because guys kind of stop playing. Um, and and it's pretty obvious that Anthony Davis and LeBron James cared because they they in the semifinals it was LeBron, in the finals it was it was Anthony Davis. They played with unbelievable energy and attention to detail. So if guys with that much money can care about money, it, there, no, there's there's no reason that others will not will not follow. Mark, great stuff. Obviously, always an intriguing time. We get ready for the Christmas uh, weekend games. Thanks so much for joining us on Fox Sports Trade. Really appreciate it. Hey, Doug. Thanks for having me. Right back at you. All right, coming up next on the Doug Gottlieb Show here live from the Tyrac.com studios, we'll get you to the press. Everything you need to know, but you didn't know you needed to know from Dan Beyer on a Thursday night getting ready for <laughs> Chargers without Herbert and the Raiders with Cano. That's next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Thursday, we're getting ready for Thursday Night Football. We'll all make our picks on uh, Raiders, Chargers, backup quarterbacks. <laughs> do you want to do, Jay Stu, do you want to call in and say, uh, uh, Raiders suck, Chargers rule, good night now, just for, for, for old time's sake? I've actually, <laughs> I I, I've actually done that on that show you used to, used to work on. This show, by the way, is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Good day. Uh, get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection, just one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Let's get to the press. The press. Danny B, what do you got for me? Doug, you guys just talked a little NBA, adding context to your conversation with Mark Medina. Warriors GM Mike Dunleavy Jr. says that he and Draymond Green's camp worked with the league to come up with his indefinite suspension. Group effort. Yes. Listen, what are we going to do here? We're going to suspend him indefinitely. Okay, we kind of think we should suspend him indefinitely. Good talk. (laughs) I, I, I would say, I would guess, I would guess that the only thing he was able to get is that Draymond can still practice with the team. All right, that, that's probably the win there. They're like, we want to suspend him indefinitely. All right, all right. Let's have him practice with the team. The problem with indefinitely is we don't know what that means. Most people thought it would be like a minimum 10-game suspension. So is it 10? Is it 20? What, is it, what could he possibly do in image rehab when we know he loses his mind when he plays basketball? That's the big question. He should go to John Morant's uh, three-day therapist that he had in Florida to be fixed. Clearly that worked, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It'll turn you around quick. Uh, looks like this is uh, going to be a budding relationship as the Mountain West Conference is reportedly in talks with Oregon State and Washington State to have those two schools compete in the league for next year's basketball season. No timetable on an official announcement. College Hoops today, the first to report it. Okay, so, yeah, we'll, we'll credit uh, John Rothstein with getting that one. Oh, um, that's who had it. All right. Yeah. I mean, he's College Hoops today. It's the okay. same, same thing. So, um, so, here's the basic thing. Oregon State and Washington State, they're stuck. They got to be with the Mountain West. But they want to maintain their Pac-12 name status of being the two only because – all of the exit fees, any, any sort of money that was directed towards the Pac-12, they want to receive. And right now, they're going to receive. So they're in this kind of beautiful space here. But mark my words, when that money runs out, ooh, I don't know how those teams, I mean, they'll be, have to be a massive drop-up. Now, they should be able to be really successful in the short term because they'll have all those monies. Uh, Wazoo does not have a great arena. Oregon State does not have. It got recently redone, but it's old. Um, the football stadium's redone. And it's nice. So I think it's going to be because eventually they'll step down a level to the Mountain West, and they should be able to compete in basketball, win in football, but they want to maintain that Pac-12 status until all the money runs out. 
Doug, some news from college football. Not a surprise, as we've already seen him on Heisman watch list for next season. But Jalen Milrow, the Alabama quarterback, says he'll come back next year. Yeah, I don't know where he was going. Yeah, I'm not not sure either. I no, he look. Listen, listen. He's a really good college quarterback, and I think there's a world there where he's a he's a pro backup, or maybe he can play multiple positions. But he's just he's not a great intermediate thrower, underneath thrower. He throws a nice deep ball, and obviously the miracle uh, at Jordan Hare is is case in point. And we should credit Tommy Reese, right? Tommy Reese, the the offensive coordinator. Early in the year when they lost to Texas, they tried to make him into more of a traditional drop-back thrower. He's not. In the, in the system they've created, very, very good. I don't think he's an NFL quarterback. On the other hand, though, I'd point out that I didn't think Jalen Hurts would be a great pro. And he's turned out to be, uh, at one point in time, the second-highest-paid quarterback and then you know an elite NFL quarterback. Finally, Doug, to wrap it up, NFL Honors Show taking place on Thursday, February 8th in Las Vegas. It will once again be hosted by... Keegan Michael Key, yes, the great comedian Key and Peel, so much more. That's who's going to host the NFL. But Honors. only one of them, not Key and Peel, only no, Key, just only Key. I don't know if he'll do his James Franklin impression. Oh, uh, no doubt, fit though in the NFL world, but super, super funny. He'll be hosting the honors. I like, I like, I like yeah. him. I like him. Yeah. Just a little trivia there. Um, yeah. When I did two episodes of Gary Unmarried, um, hosted or starring the former host in this time slot, um, that guy was like, I shared a, a, what do you call it? I did a dialogue with him. Cubicle? No, I sh- on the show, I had, I had lines with him on the, on the sitcom. Really? Yeah. Do we have clips of that? Yeah. We got clips of that. Can you send them to us? Of course. Can we put them on social media? Yeah. No, no. If you promise to share it, I'll send it to you. Done. All right, what? That's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Uh, let me go around here real quickly as we get you ready for Thursday night football. Dan Beyer, um, this, you've been there before when your team stinks, right? And you thought it was going to be good. That's where I am with my Chargers. Chargers are a three-point dog, starting Easton Stick on the road against the Las Vegas Raiders. The total is 34 and a half. You like any side in this one? Uh, give me the Raiders uh, to win and cover tonight. Yes. To win and win cover tonight. Jay Stu? I absolutely think the Raiders are going to win, and it's going to be 9-2. to two. <laughs> Perfect? Um, both teams, I hope, to play hard. As always, I root for a tie. Well, they almost tied two years ago. That would have, uh, of course, put them both in the playoffs instead. The NFL tie is just magical. I love when teams tie. Um I still think one of the all-time boneheaded remarks was Donovan McNabb not knowing you could have a tie, right? Is that like the all-time deal where a guy who's a quarterback and a good one in the NFL didn't know that ties were possible? That is, that's, that's still just, I, I can't, can't believe it. All right, uh, make sure you check out, download our podcast. They're available as soon as this show is done. And we have the live podcast bonus hour coming up at the top of the hour. Just type in Doug Gottlieb wherever you download podcasts. I'm Doug Gottlieb, and this is my show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.